Watch this, a podcast for Arkham Horror the Card Game. Hello everyone and welcome to the third season of Watch This. Um, I'm John, or Monotone, on the Mythos Busters and Drawn to the Flame Discord servers and I am playing through the A campaign or the uh, dreaming side of the Dream Quest. Um, so I am playing Beyond the Gates of Sleep today. I'm playing through um, with Peredur, who does uh, the podcast called um, Arkham Horror Badly, uh, which is a podcast in which he does crazy things with Arkham Horror um, for the lulls, which is a brilliant podcast, and I highly recommend you all go and listen to it, um, partly because it's just really good and the stuff he's already done is amazing. I wish I'd had the idea. He will be playing through the waking side. Um, I am going to be playing with Sefina Rousseau, um, and I am playing her off class. And what I mean by that is I am, I'm playing a deck which is entirely, um, entirely mystic cards, um, with the exception of two copies of Emergency Cash and two copies of Guts. Um, so there are no rogue cards in the deck at all. Um, and he is playing William Yorick and he is playing a Yorick deck which is um, entirely devoid of survivor cards and those who have listened to him play Leo through the uh, dreaming side with um, Leo entirely rogue um, will be familiar with this concept this is something that was suggested um, by Brownloaf on the Drawn to the Flame uh, discord who's um, just an amazing guy and if you haven't watched his dumb luck youtube series i would also highly recommend that um so if you haven't played uh the dream quest um spoilers will begin now um and um let's go so um the first thing we do is that we read a dream um i love the dreams in uh beyond the gates of sleep i think they're a really good idea um Sephina, uh, gets to read either a neutral dream or a rogue dream and neutral dream seems a little bit boring but given my deck composition i'm thinking maybe i'm going to read a neutral dream um so i'm going to read uh the first neutral dream i toss and turn but do not sleep not even for a moment my mind is filled with discomfort and dark thoughts thoughts of failure of ineptitude and of loss my brow is covered in sweat no matter how i lie my bed is either too hot or too cold finally sick of getting nowhere i rise and head to the sink to splash some water on my face that is when i realize the layout of my room is not as it was before and the door to your bathroom has been replaced with a large gateway of onyx and marble and I start with two additional resources, which is pretty nice. Um, now, this scenario is pretty weird in that it doesn't have an encounter deck. Um, so uh, Agenda 1A is Journey Through the Gates. From your initial dream, you have been drawn into a familiar dreamscape, the same one that Virgil Grey traversed in his story, Tales from Nevermore. Is this real, or is your mind simply conjuring what it expects to see? Um, forced when doom is placed on this agenda during the mythos phase if any investigator is at a steps location plays one additional doom on this agenda and it has a doom threshold of 19 um but obviously if i'm at steps location the whole time it's effectively got a doom threshold of nine so i need to keep an eye on that and then it, act 1a is entering the dreamlands 
The door leading out of your initial dream takes you to a stone staircase. Thousands of different stairways join together here, forming an incomprehensible nexus of steps where worlds and stories join together. Where the stairs meet, they form a single spiralling pathway descending deeper into the land of dreams. Uh, Do not draw cards from the encounter deck during the mythos phase. Uh, So that's good. And then if an investigator enters the cavern of flame, immediately advance. So uh, the act deck is four cards deep. Um, and there is one agenda. So once I hit that 19 doom, I suspect uh, all is for nothing. Now, in the bag, we have at the start um, a plus one, a couple of zeros, a couple of minus ones, a couple of minus twos, a uh, minus three and a minus four. And then we don't have any skulls, which is a bit weird. And we have a cultist. Uh, a cultist is minus X, where X is the number of revealed enchanted woods locations. Um, so this is clearly the Enid Blyton tie-in of Arkham Horror, the card game. And tablets, uh, there is two tablets, and they are both minus two. If you fail, and this is an attack or evasion attempt against a swarming enemy, add one swarm card to it. Um, So, um, yes, that is um, all very good indeed. Okay, so we start at the 70 steps of lighter slumber, which is a steps location, so we're going to be putting those two doom on. You are no longer in your own world. A spiral of twisting stone steps hangs suspended in the ether with no visible means of support. At the bottom of the steps is an island landing, also floating in the void, where a tall golden gateway leads into a brightly lit cavern. Uh, There is a clue here. Um, Forced, when you leave the 70 steps, take a horror for each card in your hand in excess of 5. And as a free action, I can choose and discard a card from my hand. Well, that is lovely uh, for Seth, who draws... Um, a 13 card opening hand um, that is that is fun times um, uh, so there's one clue at the 70 steps I can't move to the cavern of flame until I have discovered that clue um, on this landing there was a huge gate that spanned the width of the rocky platform gold bronze and glimmering the gate reached skyward and appeared to go on forever disappearing into a roiling darkness above that reminded me of storm clouds um, so that's fun so I need to get this clue um, there is one clue, um, and I need to draw my opening hand. So let's do that. Okay, so what do we have? We have Crystal Pendulum. Read the signs. Ethereal form. Deny existence. The painted world. Ethereal form. Quantum flux. Drawn to the flame. Voice of Ra. Promise of power. Shriveling. Sixth sense. And, and another copy of Shriveling. Okie dokie. So I can't mulligan. I haven't got any weaknesses, so I don't get to draw another card. Uh, But I do get to put five cards underneath Seth. Now, I'm going to put Voice of Ra. I'm going to put Deny Existence. I'm going to put one of the two ethereal forms. I'm going to put Read the Signs. And I'm going to put Drawn to the Flame. And I will start. So I think my first two actions are going to be... Um, to play Sixth Sense and the Crystal Pendulum. Uh, So I'll go uh, down to two resources. Um, I've played both of those. And then I'm going to investigate. I am uh, five on one with Sixth Sense and the Crystal Pendulum. And it's a minus two. Uh, So uh, I get this clue, and that's my third action. I didn't tap the Crystal Pendulum because I don't want to draw more cards than I've already got. Um, I think that's probably sensible. In 
upkeep, I draw a resource, take me up to three, and I draw a card, which is a copy of the Painted World. In the Mythos phase, I put two Doom on the agenda, and no encounter card owing to the agenda and the act. And then first action and next turn, I'm going to move to the Cavern of Flame, and that will advance the act. Uh, I also, unfortunately, take two horror. Um, I don't want to draw, I don't want to discard any of the cards I've got in hand. Actually, I'm going to discard Ethereal Form. I've got Ethereal Form underneath me. I've got two copies of Painted World. So if I need it, I'll be all right. I've got options. I don't want to discard either of the Shrivelings. Don't want to discard the Quantum Flux because it's a one-off in the deck. And I don't want to discard Promise of Power because it's really good. Okie dokie. So let's read the back of the act. Priests of the Dreamlands. At the centre of the cavern is a pillar of flame flanked by two robed, bearded men. You recognise the scene from the writings of Virgil Grey. The priests of the cavern, it is all just as he described. Either you have ventured into the same dreamscape or you are sharing in his delusions. You must be tested, one of the priests says enigmatically. Your deal will be great and thus so too will be your trial. Each investigator loses all of their clues. Boo. Uh, put the set aside Nashed and Kamanthar enemies into play in the Cavern of Flame. And your slumber grows deeper. Add one skull token to the Chaos Bag for the remainder of the campaign. Okay, so let's have a look at these two. Um, so Kamanthar is aloof and retaliate. Um, two fight, three health, and two evade. Uh, I can parley, I can test two heads or two books to prove that you are worthy to enter the dreamlands it gets plus one difficulty so it's actually three um if i succeed i can flip him over and resolve the text on the other side and if i fail he attacks me uh and after i defeat him flip him over and resolve the text on his other side and then uh nashed um also aloof retaliate also a two three two enemy um i can i can parlay with them as well uh but in this case um i test fists or feet instead so um let's have a go let's uh parley with kamanthar first let's test heads um so uh yep i'm i'm three up so i'm five on two oh, but i'm five on three because of the extra difficulty so i'm five on three uh do i want to commit anything or do anything else i'm going to guess with the crystal pendulum that i'm going to succeed or fail by two um and i'm going to hope that I succeed. Do I want to commit a copy of Painted World, or is that very is that very pessimistic of me? It's quite pessimistic of me, but equally, um, I don't want to fail. I could try and take a Voice of Ra from underneath me. I don't know if I will need the cash. Um, now let's just try. I'm, I'm five on three. Uh, so let's rummage about in the bag. It's a skull. So I didn't read the skull when I put the skull in the um, bag. So let's read what it says. Minus X. X is half the number of cards in your hand rounded up. So that's a minus three. So I fail. Uh, and so I take a horror, sorry, a damage as uh, Kamathar attacks me. But um, I get to draw a card because I failed by one. Uh and that's what I said with the Crystal Pendulum. Okay, um, I've now got the card I draw is a Promise of Power. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to try that again, but I'll commit the Promise of Power and I'll put two um, Curse Tokens in the bag. So yep, so I'm putting two Chaos Tokens in. Sorry, two Curse Tokens in. Um, 
So I'm five on three, but Promise of Power uh, takes me to um, nine on three. It's a curse, and it goes into a tablet. Tablets are minus two. The curse comes out. So I succeed, and I and I flip Kamanthar and read the back. If you parlayed with Kamanthar, read the following. Your mind is strong, the Guardian admits. But are you ready to shed your concept of truth, of reality? If so, alter your clothing. You protest out of confusion. This is a land of wills, the priest continues. If your resolve is truly strong enough, prove it to me. You close your eyes and imagine a different outfit, straining to recall its texture, its colour, its smell, each and every thread of fabric. When you open your eyes, you are wearing it. Good, Kamanthar says, stepping aside. Add this card to the victory display. Brilliant. Okay, so that was all my actions. So I'm going to do my upkeep, take a card and a resource. And I draw a voice of Ra. Uh, we put two Doom on the agenda, so we're at four of 19. And then it is the investigation phase again. And I am here with Nashed. So I'm going to test feet this time. I'm, uh, I'm... Um, four feet on three and I'm going to commit promise of power so I am um, eight feet on three I notice that um, after you commit it you add one curse token instead of two Um, I did add two last time uh, but that's fine because there's already one in there so I'll just leave it in there Um, and um, so I'm I'm five up and I'm going to guess with the Crystal Pendulum that I will succeed or fail by three. Tablet. Uh, so I uh, get minus two. So I succeed by three, which is brilliant because it means I get to tap the Crystal Pendulum and I get to draw a card. And I get to flip Nashed over. The card I draw is the Crystal Pendulum. Which is, you know, not as useful as it could be, but that's fine. The Trial of Nasht. If you parlayed with Nasht, read the following. Your quest will lead to death, the priest foretells. Prove that you can survive what is to come and I shall let you pass. Show your weapon. You open your hand and reveal the first weapon that comes to your mind. Nasht slaps it out of your hand. That is not a weapon. Show me your true weapon. You think for a moment, what weapon could the Guardian possibly be referring to? What weapon could help you survive a place like this then the answer hits you plain as day you point to your temple and gnashed nods very well add this card to the victory display brilliant and because neither of them is in play we advance the act beware the road ahead satisfied that you are worthy to enter the dreamlands the priests step aside to let you pass and the gate beyond opens before you step through one of them grabs you by the wrists and gives you a final warning Your journey shall take you beyond the land of the gods. The eye of chaos is upon you now. Follow the path and you shall be safe. But beware, he tightens his grip. Stray not from the path. Each Each investigator loses all of their clues. Put the set aside 700 steps base of the steps and the enchanted path locations into play. Your slumber grows deeper. Add one skull token to the chaos bag for the remainder of the campaign. And then Act 3A, The Final Descent. Spiralling stairs descend below for what seemed like an infinity. Do not draw cards from the encounter deck during the Mythos phase, and if each investigator is at the enchanted path, immediately advance. 
Um, I've just realised, listeners, I should have taken a damage at the end of the Mythos phase because the Cavern of Flame says uh, that at the end of the Mythos phase, each investigator at the Cavern of Flame takes a damage. So I am on two damage. And I'm going to move off the Cavern of Flame to prevent that happening again. But before I do that, I must add a Skull Token to the Chaos Bag. And then second action, I'm going to move to the 700 Steps of Deeper Slumber. So asking a farewell blessing of the priests and thinking shrewdly on his course, he boldly descended the 700 steps to the gate of deeper slumber. There's a clue here. Um, when I leave, I take a horror for each card in my hand in excess of three. And as a bolt, I can choose and discard a card from my hand. So I've got one action left. Uh, so I am going to grab this clue. Um, hmm... Yep, I'm going to grab this clue. So I have a uh, heads of five. I'm going to use um, sixth sense to investigate, and it's got a shroud of two. Um, when when I leave here, um, I take one horror for each card in my hand in excess of three. So I think what I might actually do is just ditch a bunch of cards and then quantum flux again. But that might be overly... Well, we'll see, we'll see. Play it by ear. Okie dokie. So... Um, let's dive in the bag. We're uh, three up. Plus one. So we get ourselves a clue. Um, and that means that we can go to the base of the steps in a second. But first, it is the upkeep phase. So take a resource and a card. I draw Ward of Protection, which is not particularly useful at this point, I've got to say. And then two Doom goes on the agenda. We're on 6 of 19 in the Mythos phase, and we're back. So, I've got five resources, so I think I'm going to play a copy of Shriveling uh, first. And that fills both of my Arcane slots. I'm going to discard Crystal Pendulum as a free action using the ability on this, um, on this location. I'm going to uh, discard a copy of Voice of Ra as a free action. I'm going to mm, discard a copy of Shriveling as a free action. I'm going to discard a copy. I can't quite believe I'm going to do this. But I'm going to discard a copy of The Painted World as a free action. Oh, do I do that or Water Protection? I'm going to discard Water Protection. No! I'm just going to say the horror. I'm going to say the horror. So we're going to go up to two horror and we're going to leave. So I'm at two damage and two horror and I'm at the base of the steps. Eventually the steps give way to loamy soil. Coiling up the bottom few steps is a bed of glowing fungi whose shapes defy natural convention. Uh, after I enter the base of the steps, if I have at least one card in my hand, I test heads uh, X, where X is the number of cards in my hand after I commit cards. Um, so if I fail for each card in my hand, I take a horror or I discard that card. Okie dokie. So I think I will. So I'm going to be um, five on four for this check. So I'm one up. Um, I will commit water protection to be two up. And I'm going to bet with Crystal Pendulum that I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to succeed by zero. Um, no, I'll actually bet I'll succeed or fail by minus uh, by one. Minus one. So I succeed by one. Brilliant. I get to draw a card with water protection. With water protection. With crystal pendulum. 
Uh, oh, it's copied David Renfield. Brilliant. Uh, and that's okay. There is a clue here, and um, this is connected to the Enchanted Woods. And because I have entered the base of the steps... Um, Okay, so I can't enter the Enchanted Path unless all of the clues on the base of the steps have been discovered. Uh, so I'm going to investigate. The uh, base of the steps has a shroud of three, and I have a will of five. So I am two up, uh, and I am going to investigate with Sixth Sense. Uh, so let's rummage about in the bag. And it is a skull, which is a minus two. So I succeed, and I get this clue. Uh, and then third action, I'll move down to the Enchanted Path. From the base of the steps, a peaceful dirt path winds through the dense forest. Many dozens of eyes watch you with curiosity from the tangled woods surrounding the path. Um, the Enchanted Path... Oh, hang on. This advances the act, so let's do that first. Into Enchantment. When you reach the base of the stairway, you find yourself in an otherworldly oak forest. The forest floor is thick with countless years of fall fallen leaves, and you are surrounded by glowing fungi of all shapes and sorts. The soil is pierced with gnarled roots, and the trees are strangled by invasive vines. A winding dirt path leads deeper into the woods. So I lose all my clues, um, and I add another skull to the chaos bag for the remainder of the campaign. I remove the steps locations from the game. I randomly choose six of the set-aside Enchanted Woods locations to put into play, and I remove the seventh copy from the game, and I shuffle all of the remaining set-aside scenario cards to make an encounter deck. Boo encounters. Okie dokie. So, let's, uh, let's do that. Okay, so I've set up the Enchanted Woods locations, and I have myself an encounter deck. Um, so, from now on, I'll be putting one Doom at a time on the agenda, which is currently at six Doom, but I will be drawing encounter cards, which is rubbish. Okay, um, that was my last action, but I'll read out the Enchanted Path. Uh, it's connected to each Enchanted Woods location. It gets plus one Shroud for each unrevealed uh, Enchanted Woods location in play, so it's currently got a Shroud of eight, because there are six unrevealed locations. Um, and for three actions... I do, as I was told, but I feel like I'm missing something. Place one clue on the enchanted path from the token pool. Um, but um, the first time I stray from the enchanted path, I have to record in my campaign log, the dreamers strayed from the path. And I'll read Act 4A to tell you why, listeners. The path. All you have to do is stay on the path. Forced, after the first time any investigator enters an Enchanted Woods location, record in your campaign log that the dream has strayed from the path. Objective. Only investigators at the Enchanted Path may spend the requisite number of clues as a group to advance. And I need five. That's the number of clues. But I've run out of, um, I've run out of actions, so I'm going to draw my card and my resource. Go up to three resources and draw a copy of Guts. And then I put Doom on the agenda, where it's seven of 19 and i draw the first encounter card of the game and it is deeper slumber it is a curse i put it into play in my threat area um, my maximum hand size is reduced by three and is checked after each time i draw one or more cards two actions to discard it um, honestly at the moment i've got five cards in hand and i'm not really convinced it's a huge problem um, so um, i might just kind of assume it's fine uh, I think first action is going to be to get David into play. And then as a free action, I'm going to tap him. I'm going to put a Doom on him. 
and I'm going to take a resource. Then uh, second action, I'm going to move to one of these woods locations immediately uh, and record that I've strayed from the path. So let's go north. Drawn deeper into the lush forest, you stray from the path. Okay. And it is the village of Zoogs. Um, it's worth two victory points, got a shroud of three, and it's got a clue. Forced, after a Zoog enemy with the swarming keyword spawns at this location, add one additional swarm card to it. He remembered one particular village of the creatures near the centre of the wood. H.P. Lovecraft, the dream quest of unknown Kadath. Um, okay, so let's tap the... Um, let's tap... No, sorry, let's uh, use Sixth Sense. So, I am now heads six, because I've got David Renfield and the Crystal Pendulum down. This has a Shroud of three, so I am testing three up. Um, so, uh, I am going to guess... I don't want to draw a card, because of because um, of um, Deeper Slumber. So I might just not. I'm pretty set up at this point. Um, so, yeah. Okay, so, three up. Auto fail. Okie dokie. So that was my last action, and it does not work. So, um, it's the enemy phase. There are no enemies, so it's the upkeep phase. Uh, everything readies. I draw hypochondria. Well, that is annoying. Um, and I'm at three resources. Hypochondria is my basic weakness, listeners. Um, in the mythos phase, I put a doom on the agenda. And then I draw an encounter card, which is Law of Igadoth, Chaos, Peril, Hidden. Uh, so I can't I can't tell you about it, listeners. Uh, Revelation. Secretly add this card to your hand. You cannot play cards or trigger abilities on player cards with an odd printed resource cost. Discard a player card with an even printed resource cost from your hand. Discard this card from your hand. Okie dokie. So at the moment, I have no cards with an even cost. I have two nil costs and a skill. Uh, and I have Quantum Flux, which is odd. So I can't play Quantum Flux. Um... But hopefully I'll draw an even card at some point and it will all be fine. Okie dokie. Uh, let's grab this clue. So I'm gonna use um gonna use sixth sense to grab the clue. It's a tablet, which is uh, minus two, so I get the clue. That's first action. Second action, I'm gonna move back down to the enchanted path. And then third action, I'll move to a different Enchanted Woods. This time I'll go northwest. It is the Great Stone Circle. Okie dokie. After this location is revealed, spawn the set-aside Labouring Gug at this location. Okay. Um, Oh, there's one clue and it's got a Shroud of One. The Labouring Gug is a 552 Hunter. It can't enter the Enchanted Path, but it does do three damage and a horror. And it is Victory One. Um, and as I say, it's five fight and five health. Um, so I think I got slightly unlucky uh, that that was there. Um, and it's going to attack me in the enemy phase, which is fun. Um, fortunately, I can play Fainted World as a copy of Deny Existence to ignore the damage, or I would be looking pretty silly right about now. Um, uh, yeah. Okie dokie. Oh, and the, uh, uh, the Great Stone Circle is worth a victory point as well. Okay, so... Um, after my third action, I'm going to tap David uh, to get a resource. Uh, and then I will um, uh, play Painted World as a copy of Deny Existence to ignore the damage. I take a horror, going up to three horror from the Labouring Gug. And then it's upkeep. So I draw a card and a resource, and it's emergency cash. 
And then it's a Mythos phase, so we put Doom on the agenda, uh, which goes up to nine, and we draw an encounter card, which is... Dreamer's Curse, Revelation, test five heads. For each point you fail by, take a damage to the maximum of three damage. For the purposes of counting icons committed to the test, books, fists and feet count as matching, and heads and question marks count as two matching icons. Okay, so I can commit guts, and I will be five up. I do not want to take any damage, so I'm going to do that. So I commit guts, I'm five up. If I succeed, I draw a card, so I won't use the pendulum. And it's minus one. So, I succeed. I draw a card, which is another copy of David. Uh, and Dreamer's Cast goes away. Dreamer's Curse, sorry, goes away. Okay, so, I could try and evade the Labouring Gug that I find myself in combat with. Um, I've got uh, four feet against its two. Um, I could use Ethereal Form by playing Painted World, um, and I could um, just evade it, first action, second action, use Sixth Sense, and then third action... Um, oh, no, I can't do that, because Law of Igoroth prevents me from using the Sixth Sense ability, I've just realised. I hope I didn't... I hope I haven't, um, I hope I haven't mucked up and gotten a clue illicitly. Um, but we shall see. Okay. Ethereal Form. Discard Emergency Cash. Discard Emergency Cash to get rid of the Law of Yggdoth. Then use Sixth Sense. Maybe. Uh, does mean I'd have to evade again next turn, which would be annoying. Um, mm. goodness me. Or I could just try and kill the Labouring Gug. I mean, it's not... I'm one up with Shriveling. Um, <laughs> I don't have many, I don't have any, um, heads in hand. I kind of... It'd be nice if I had a Spectral Razor. If I draw a Spectral Razor, I can do three damage to the Labouring Gug relatively easily and then hopefully land a Shriveling. So, like, down the road, that's probably the plan for dealing with him. But I think right now, I need to play Painted World as a copy of um, Ethereal Form. And then I probably need to discard David Renfield to get rid of Law of Igoroth. And then I, I probably need to get out of here and go somewhere else. So I think that's the plan. Okay. Um, just seems like a waste of ethereal form, but maybe, maybe I'm, maybe I'm overegging the pudding on that. Maybe discretion is the better part of valor. I could just try and evade it naturally twice because it doesn't have alert, and then I'd save ethereal form for later. Yeah, okay, I'm going to try and evade it. I'm four on two. Zero. Okay, so I evade the labouring gug first action. Brilliant. Second action, I'm going to move to the Enchanted Path where it can't get me. And then uh, third action, I'm going to discard... I'm going to discard Emergency Cash uh, to get rid of Laura Vigoroth. Uh, I'm going to tap David Renfield to get a resource. Um, and then it's going to be the upkeep phase. So I draw a card, take a resource. I'm on seven. I've got a copy of Sign Magic. Uh, which would be much more useful if one of my copies of Shriveling wasn't in my discard pile. But oh well. Um, 
I have seven resources. We go up to 10 doom. Obviously with David, that's actually 11 doom, but that's okay. The laboring gug readies and I draw an encounter card, which is Law of Igadoth Pandemonium. Uh, Peril hidden, secretly added to my hand. Uh, I can't play cards or commit cards with an odd number of words in their title. Um, okay, but I can trigger abilities on cards with an odd number of words in their title, which is good because it means I can still use shriveling. Does mean I can't use Painted World. Uh, that's the only card it is preventive using, but it is quite a big one. I could get rid of Sign Magic to discard it. Um, and I might do um that now yeah okay i'm gonna so first action get rid of your law of igadoth by discarding the copy of sign magic in my hand goodbye law of igadoth i've got two actions left um we're going to move down to the south enchanted woods and it is the lost woods excellent so um, it is connected to the Enchanted Path, but it's not connected to any other woodses. Um, so that means that every every one of the woodses I've currently revealed are not connected to one another, um, which is good because it means the Gug can't hunt to me. Um, oh, if I after I reveal the location, if I don't leave the location before the end of the round, plays a Doom on the current agenda. Uh, it's got one clue and it's victory two. So basically, um, if I put a Doom on the agenda... I'm saying goodbye to three um saying goodbye to three actions. If I move out now and then move back in again, I'm saying goodbye to two. So I think probably last action, move back to the enchanted path. Okie dokie. Uh and then it is upkeep. So um I'm gonna tap David to take a resource, going up to eight, and then I um draw a card, which is spectral razor, yes, and I take a resource going up to nine. Okay. And then Doom goes on the agenda, which is now at 11 Doom. I need to hurry up. I've got one clue, listeners, and I need five, so that's not great. And I draw Crypt Chill. Uh, test four heads. If I fail, choose and discard an asset I control. And if I can't, take two damage instead. Okie dokie. Uh, right, so um, testing. I am two up. Um, so let's test. I've got a copy of David Renfield in hand. It would be a little bit of a shame to discard him um without like getting the damage soak equally probably not as bad as losing anything else uh i don't want to commit spectral razor i don't want to commit quantum flux and i don't want to commit painted world so i'm two up let's do this minus two brilliant don't have to discard an asset so first action um Back down to the Lost Woods. Is that sensible? First action down to the Lost Woods. Second action, grab that clue. Third action, straight back up. Yeah, that sounds good, I think. Um, it's a high shroud. The reason, I'm, the reason I'm hesitating, listener, is that it's a high shroud. And I could wait until I draw another copy of Guts um, uh, and then kind of head down there um and grab it in a minute so i think actually i'm going to go to a different enchanted wood let's go to the one to the east first action it's got a shroud of three and one clue um and it is the the moon tree um, after i enter this location I either take two horror or lose all of your remaining actions okay how much horror am i on 
I'm on three horror. If I take two horror, I will have four horror left. Um, I've still got David. I've got another David in hand. Um, I'll be losing two actions and I'm a little bit nervous. Yeah, I'm going to take the horror. Two horror and I've got two actions left. Um, The places this is located. So this is a star. So it is connected to the Enchanted Woods without the Gug. Um, It is not connected to the Enchanted Woods with the Gug. Um, And it is obviously connected to the Enchanted Path. And it's worth two victory points. Uh, Shroud of three, one clue. So second action, let's investigate. I'm three up. Um... It's a cultist, which is minus X. Um, where I've dropped it, which is minus X. Where X is the number of revealed enchanted woods locations, um, which is currently four. So I fail, uh, which isn't the end of the world. A little bit annoying, but oh well. Um, oh, but if I do 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 do. Okay, so. If I draw a cultist, I can choose a revealed location connected to my location. I'm now investigating as if I was there instead of at my location. You can use either shroud value. I mean, that's all very well, but I'd still fail and there's no clues there. So it doesn't really matter. Okay, so uh, I think I'm just going to investigate again. It is a tablet. A tablet is minus two. So I get this clue on two clues. And then it is the upkeep phase. Sorry, take a resource, draw a card. The card is deny existence. I'm on 10 resources. Ooh. Uh, and uh, my hand is painted world, quantum flux, David Renfield, spectral razor, and deny existence. Doom goes on the agenda. So we're at 12 on the agenda, plus one on David. And we draw Dreamlands Eclipse. Put it into play next to the agenda deck. Um, when I initiate an investigation, I take a horror or that location gets plus two shroud. At the end of the round, discard Dreamlands Eclipse. Okay, so um, let's move back to the Enchanted Path. First action. And let's move to the Enchanted Woods to the left of me. Second action. It is a shroud of four. It has one clue. Um, it is the yellow circle, so it is connected to the location I just left. Um, it is not connected to the place the Gug is, which is still very good. Um, as an additional cost for me to leave, I must choose and discard a card from my hand for each clue on this location. Well, ain't that lovely. Okie dokie, Shroud of Four. Uh, so I can investigate with my last action. If I do, it becomes a Shroud of Six or I take a Horror, um, which is, uh, you know... Disideal, disideal, unideal, negatively ideal. Um, if I draw to the flame, I take a encounter card instead of. Um, hmm, is that sensible? It seems daft. Or I could just take the horror, kill David, and then I could always play David again. But then I'd only be one up, so that's uh, also bad. Um, hmm. Yeah, I'm going to play Painted World as a copy of Drawn to the Flame, I think, and draw an encounter card. Uh, so let's see what I get. I draw Cryptchill. Uh, so test four heads. And if I fail, choose and discard an asset I control. If I can't take two damage instead. So um, again, I am um, two up. So 
Plus one, I'm fine. Cryptial gets discarded. I get this clue, which is grand, because I didn't have to investigate to grab it. Uh, and then this also has the benefit that I uh, don't have to discard a card uh, when I draw up to six, because I'll be drawing up to five. So uh, I've got 12 cards left in my deck. So, um, you know, we'll see how this goes. Um, uh, that was the end of my turn. So it's upkeep. Dreamland's Eclipse goes away. I draw another copy of Sign Magic. Um, and I put a Doom on the agenda. We're at 13 plus 1. So that's 14 out of 19. And I take an Encounter card. And it is a Furtive Zoog. It spawns engaged with the Investigator at my location with the lowest fists. That's me. It preys on the lowest fists. Uh, that's me. Uh, retaliate and Swarming 1. But it's only got one evade. Um, it does put one of my cards underneath it. Um, so let's hope it stars of IEDs. Um, and yeah, okay. So uh, first action, evade the Zoog. Second action, move back to the Enchanted Path. Uh, and then third action, go somewhere else. So first action, let's evade the Zoog. Auto fail. Second action, evade the zoo. Minus four. Welp. Um, honestly, then, I might shrivel the zoo. It just seems like such a colossal waste of time. But um, evading it and then having to evade it again next time, if I shrivel it, they've all got one health, so it'll die, and I'm three up. So, yeah, um... I think I think third action, I'll commit sign magic uh, to be four up, and I'll shrivel the zoo. It's a curse going into <laughs> a minus four. Uh, okay, so um, well, that is terrible luck. Uh, so. Um, what happens there? So I was at six, seven on three. A curse into a minus four uh, means that I don't succeed. So it retaliates. There are two of it. So it does two damage. Uh, so it will kill uh, David Renfield and it will do me a horror uh, because of hypochondria. And then it'll attack me. Uh, in the enemy phase and it does two damage and uh, does a horror because of hypochondria so that means listener I'm on four damage uh, and I'm on seven horror so I'm one damage away from death and I'm two horror away from insanity um, this is an inauspicious start I think um, I flatter myself I got slightly unlucky there um, but let's do upkeep water protection and I'm on 12 resources. Uh, Doom goes on the agenda. So we're at 14 of 19. David's dead. So it really is 14 of 19. And I draw a stealthy Zoog. Okay. So it spawns engaged with the investigator at my location with the lowest feet. That's me. Uh, it's 113. Um, it's swarming one. So I put a card underneath it. Let's hope it stars of Hyades. Um, it does horror instead of damage. And, yep, okay, so I think it's relatively obvious what I have to do. Uh, so I this is going to mean that I discard a card 
but I think it's unavoidable. I'm going to draw uh, the copy beneath me of Ethereal Form into my hand, and I will discard uh, David Renfield to do that, because I don't want the Doom. Uh, and then I'm going to pay two to play Ethereal Form. Uh, so I add my um, heads to my feet for this evasion, so I'm nine on one. I'll evade the Furtive Zoo, so nine on one. If I succeed, I disengage from all the enemies, engage with me, and for the remainder of the round, enemies can't engage or be engaged with me. So I'm nine on one. Plus one. Plus one. Plus one, listeners. Uh, where was that a minute ago? Okay, so I evade both of these Zoogs. Or I evade one and I disengage the other. And then I'm going to go back to the Enchanted Path. And they're both going to stay here. Neither of them hunt. So I don't necessarily have to worry about them. Um, but it's a little bit of a bugger. Okay. So, um, <laughs> and then it's upkeep, uh, bafflingly. Uh, so, draw a card, take a resource. Uh, Spectral Razor. I've got seven cards left in my deck. Um, and four cards left underneath me. Two Spectral Razors in hand. Order Protection, Deny Existence, and Quantum Flux. So, uh, Doom goes on the agenda. We're 15 of 19. We've got three clues. Just need to get two more clues, listeners. Two more. Okay, so draw an encounter card. And the encounter card is Dreamer's Curse. Test five heads. And for each point you fail by, take a damage to a maximum of three damage. Uh, so I'd be testing on evens if I don't do anything about this. Um, I could test at plus one if I commit Spectral Razor, and that would also make Skulls friendlier. Wouldn't mean that I might just test at evens. Do I test at evens? Can't I can't play Water Protection. So I've got to commit Water Protection and commit Spectral Razor, and I'll be two up. The reason I can't play Water Protection is because I've only got two Sanity left, so terrible plan uh <laughs> is the auto fail so i will deny the existence of the damage and discard that so i don't die okay um i hear elder signs are good maybe i'll draw one of those eventually um so there are two locations left uh there's the enchanted woods which has a shroud of four and is not connected to anywhere and there is the location with the laboring gug but I played my one copy of Ethereal Form and the other copy of Ethereal Form is in the discard because I had to um, chuck it earlier to make my way down the steps. So um, what is a boy to do? Um, dum dum dum. So the Enchanted Woods is connected. The Enchanted Woods with the Labouring Gug, I should say, is connected to the plus and the square. Now, Neither the plus or the square has come out yet, which means that the remaining location in the bottom right will either be the plus or the square, which means if I remain there, the labouring gug will come and kill me, uh, which is obviously undesirable. So I think first action probably has to be to move down there and hope it is a location I can investigate. So uh, move down to the Enchanted Woods and um, I will flip it. And it is the Fungal Forest. Uh, five Shroud and a Clue. Five Shroud. Okay. Uh, forced, when your turn begins, if you are at this location, reveal a random token from the Chaos Bag. If you reveal a face token, take a damage and lose an action. 
Okie dokie. So, can't take a damage or I'll die. So it's imperative I don't end my turn here. It's got a shroud of five. I am going to be investigating at five. Um, I don't have enough time to draw cards from beneath me. Uh, so I think what I'm going to do, and maybe this is mad. Um, ah, Jiminy. Jiminy Cricket. Um, I might move back up to the Enchanted Wood and draw Drawn to the Flame from underneath me. Because I am running out of time. But, but at least that way I don't run the risk of just dying. Um, and that seems better. Okay, yeah, so I'm going to move my way back up to the Enchanted Path. And then I think I will draw the copy of Read the Signs from underneath me. And then it is um, upkeep. So um, it's the enemy phase, but the enemies don't move. Um, so it's upkeep. So I draw a card. I draw Uncage the Soul, and I'm up to 12 resources. I suspect I don't really need Uncage the Soul in this deck. Uh, maybe that can come out. I go up to 16 Doom, and I draw an encounter card. And it is Prismatic Phenomenon. Uh, put it into play in your fret area. The first time you perform one of the following actions, draw, resource, or play each round, it costs an additional action. And forced after you successfully investigate a location, instead of discovering clues, discard prismatic phenomenon. Okay, boo. Uh, so, first action. Um, so, after I successfully investigate, instead of discovering clues, I'm going to have to discard that, which is a bummer, but probably manageable. So, first action. Let's investigate the Enchanted Path with Sixth Sense. Um, try and get rid of Prismatic Phenomenon. I am going to be uh, three up. So, let's do that. <laughs> Is the auto fail? Second action. Investigating again. So minus one. So I discard Prismatic Phenomenon. Third action. I will move down to the Lost Woods. I'm not revealing this turn, so the forced text about putting Doom on the agenda will not apply. Okay, so upkeep. Um, we're going to draw a card and a resource. And the card is Guts, and I go up to 13 resources. Um, we go up to 17 Doom. Uh, so we've got two rounds left. And we draw an encounter card. And the encounter card is an ancient Zoog. It spawns at any uh, Enchanted Woods location. And I'm in an Enchanted Woods location. But I don't have to spawn it on my lo Enchanted Woods location. So that's good. So I'm not going to. Because it would be a bummer. Um... It's aloof. At the start of the enemy phase, if it's ready, I add a swarm card to each swarming zoog enemy in play. Okay. That's actually probably fine. Like, if I can get Stars of Hyades underneath a zoog, that's a-okay. I mean, you know, it's a high-risk strategy, but we'll see. Um, yes, okay. So, I'm beginning to get a little bit stressed out, listeners. So, if I'm talking too quickly, I sincerely apologise. Um, I've got three actions... This turn, I am at the Lost Woods and it's got a Shroud of Four. I'm going to use Sixth Sense. Um, and I'm going to investigate with Heads. 
I'm using the crystal pendulum. Uh, so I'm five heads on four. I will commit uncage the the blah, uncage the soul uh, to be seven on four. Do I commit guts? Mm, no, seven on four. Do I commit spectral razor? Eight on four. I'm committing spectral. No, um, no, no. I've got five cards left. I've got five cards left. I'm going to commit quantum flux because at this point, stars of higher D's will shuffle, will get discarded instead of um, uh, in, 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 instead of shuffling back into my deck because I've got five. I've got uh, four cards. Sorry, I've got five cards in my deck. Um, but if I when I draw, I'll only have four. Um, so I'm going to commit quantum flux. So I'm going to be eight on four. Actually, instead of committing uh, Uncage the Soul, I'm going to commit Guts because the card draw might be good. So, uh, although if it stars... No, yeah, okay, so... Uh... Oh, God, this is hard. Yep, okay. I'm eight on four. Minus three. Okay, didn't need to commit Guts. Uh, sorry, didn't need to commit Quantum Flux, but that's fine. Draw a copy of Painted World. Okay, hello, brilliant. And I've got a clue... Uh, I've got two actions left. Now, I'm going to move to the Enchanted Path. And I am going to investigate. I'm going to investigate with Sixth Sense. Um, I am going to basically just um, hope I draw a face token. Because if I do, I can grab um, I can grab that clue that's on that uh, connected location. It, it's very unlikely to, to go my way. But... Um, it, so I'm just going to explain this in case um, it's not obvious. The, there are two remaining clues, and I need one of them to um, get out of here with a favourable um, resolution. One of the clues is in a place with an enemy that does three damage and a horror and um, has five health. So the chances of me going to that location to get that clue are the square root of bugger all, to use a technical term. The other location with the clue is the fungal forest it has a shroud of five and when your turn begins if you're at the fungal forest you reveal a random token and if you reveal a face token or a tentacle you take a damage and lose an action now that would kill me because i have one health left however um so i can't move there with my final action because i really don't want to risk taking the damage but the benefit is that if i investigate on the enchanted path with sixth sense and i get a face token i can nab the clue that's on the fungal forest using sixth sense and then i have enough clues that i can um spend them to advance and i have to be on the enchanted path to spend them so getting a clue here would be great anyway so with all that out of the way i am five on two but the cultist is like minus five right now, right? So maybe I just need to chuck a bunch into this check. Yeah, the cultist is minus six. Um, so if I commit uncage the world, uncage the soul, sorry, I'll be seven on two. And if I commit spectral razor, I'll be eight on two. It's a plus one. I successfully investigate. I do not get a clue. Okay, so um, it's the upkeep phase. I draw Stars of Hyades, so I randomly choose a card underneath Seth to discard. Let's shuffle. And the card that gets discarded is Deny Existence. <laughs> okay, it's actually completely removed from the game. It's not just discarded. 
and stars. Oh, hang on. That should have blooming. Okay. I missed a trigger. And in this case, it is a very important trigger. So the ancient Zoog means I add swarming cards to the stealthy and the furtive Zoogs. And that means that that copy of Stars of Hyades should be under a Zoog. The amazing thing has happened. We do not. And I know, technically speaking, like, obviously, um, I shouldn't know that Stars is underneath uh, one of the Zoogs. And I do apologise because that is a little bit cheaty. But... um, you know, if it's uh, when I make when I make um, mistakes that are in my favour, I try and commit correct them so that I'm not getting a good ride. And when I make mistakes that are very not in my favour, I think it is reasonable to also correct those um, so that uh, you know it all, all balances out properly. Okay, so uh, we do not deny we do not discard that copy of deny existence. Uh, in upkeep, we draw a copy of Uncage the Soul. And we have one card left in the deck. We go up to 18 of 19 Doom. And we draw our encounter card, which is Dreamland's Eclipse. Put it into play next to the agenda deck. When you initiate an investigation, take one horror or your location gets plus two shroud for the investigation. At the end of the round, discard Dreamland's Eclipse. Okay, so first action, move down two. The Bungle Forest. Second action. I've got two actions left, so I think I've got to play Painted World as a copy of Drawn to the Flame. Second action, uh, I draw a card from the encounter deck with Draw to the Flame. It is Somniphobia. Test five heads for each point you fail by. Take a horror to a maximum of three horror. Um, And books, fists, and feet count as matching icons and... Um, heads and question marks count as two matching icons okay so we are on five against five we're going to commit read the signs to be seven against five we're going to commit uncage the soul uh, to be 11 against five and we're going to test It's a skull. I have no cards in hand, so it's a minus zero. And I do not take horror, which means I do not die. Yes, I get the last clue that I need. And with my last action, I make it back to the Enchanted Path. And I spend my five clues and I advance. Oh, my goodness. I advance with literally no actions to spare. No one health left. Two sanity left. I haven't spent a single shrilling charge. So playing that was a complete waste of everyone's time. Um, uh, I didn't have to take a horror because I played Drawn to the Flame instead of investigating. Um, So. (sighs) Okay. Right. That was close. I think the deck went really well. Um, Like, so I know it was super close and, and people might be listening and being like, well... Hang on, John. You say the deck went really well, but you very nearly cocked that up, didn't you, son? And I'm like, well, yes, but on the one hand, I did. On the other hand, I did draw the auto-fail, what, four times? And I didn't see the, the older sign once. So I do wonder whether I did get a little bit unha- unlucky with that run of auto-fails and minus fours. Um, I shouldn't, in hindsight, have gone uh, to that Enchanted Wood with the Labouring Gug last action, because um, if I hadn't been for the fact that I had Deny Existence, that would have killed me then and there and that would have been very bad um in terms of victory points i believe i get 
10 victory points, uh, which is pretty good. So I will be able to um, upgrade some cards. Um, one of the things I want to do is take the two Mystic Tarot cards. Um, I think that'd be really helpful, given that I'm leaning into willpower. Um, but I haven't decided what to spend the rest of the XP on. Um, obviously, I can't take the upgraded Shriveling. Uh, so the other thing that occurs to me is I might want to take the Ornate Bow for enemy management late game. Um I'm not sure what mystic options there are like that I could spend XP on for damage uh and and so um because obviously Seth is limited to mystic 0 to 2 so yeah perhaps um perhaps the ornate bow is the way forward um but let's read the act New visitors. As you near the edge of the wood, more of the rodent-like creatures emerge, swarming out of burrows and honeycomb trees. Soon the whole forest is alive with them. They surround you and chitter in a language you somehow understand. Intruders. They are with the cats. New dreamers. No, they followed the black cat. But the black cat is not here. We are many. They are few. Several of them emit low growls as they begin to close in. Um, just then you hear a human voice call out, what is the meaning of all this? The owner of the voice is a blonde young man with an unfazed expression. He is flanked by a pack of angry cats, each of whom falls into step beside him. Saved for one old scarred cat who takes the lead. You realise the man speaks not to you, but to the creatures all around you, who slink backward as they are scolded. Then to your ever-growing surprise, the scarred cat speaks. Your tribute is late. Uh, the investigators must decide whether to step back and watch the surreal scene play out or to interrupt the scarred cat and handle this yourself. Well, I mean, Sefna is a painter, and so I think she would observe the scene. She's not one to impose herself on the landscape. She looks at the landscape and then depicts what she sees or depicts what other painters saw uh, or paints literal things from reality which then come to life. But she doesn't interrupt, and that's my point. So we'll be going for resolution one. Um, also, I'm a cat person. I've got two cats. Um, they are bold, fierce and loyal creatures. And so I would never dream of uh, doing anything to annoy them because uh, they might make me up at 3 a.m. by uh, clawing me in the stomach. OK, so that has been the 17th episode of Watch This. Thank you all very much for listening. Um, as I say, if you haven't listened to Arkham Horror Badly by Prado then uh, you should definitely go and listen to that, especially because he will be playing the first installment of the Waking campaign, and then we will be uh, comparing notes, which may be in this episode or maybe in um, uh, the first episode of uh, his campaign. But there will be links in the show notes either way. Okay, everyone, thank you very much for listening.